This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week we highlight a different dating topic. This week's episode is Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I stay or should I go? Just like the song. That's right, Angela. Also on the lineup, we're talking about what's new in dating news. Everything you want to know about penis extenders, assuming that you do want to know things. I wanted to know everything. That's why you picked it as your news story. Also, we're going to be talking about why men need to stop rubber stalling. We'll explain what that is. Uh, Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions, including one listener whose boyfriend doesn't want to live with her if she moves away with him. How sad. And another listener who is contemplating getting back with a former love. But first, Angela, what's going on in your week? Well, I know one of the things going on in your week. A little too intimately. Yes. And I know something going on on your week. We do. All right. Here's the deal, guys. We had some of our guests on our podcast recommend a sex toy to us. Yes. It's it's a very popular sex toy. It's been everywhere. We don't know if you guys have heard of it. The Satisfier. Yes. Yeah. It was... I saw a big advertisement in the July Cosmo issue that we're in. And I'm like, this this thing is everywhere. Guests are recommending it. I'm seeing ads for it. We need to find out what the deal is. We don't usually email people asking for freebies. That's like not something that we do. We probably should do that a little more. Sure. But anyways, we emailed them. We were like, hey, we've been hearing about you. Would you like to send us each one to try? They they said yes. And they, they didn't just send us one. They sent us each three. <laughs> yep. Uh, and we decided to try them out to test them out for you because that's what we do for our listeners i would just like to say that uh they sent the three very generous three giant vibrators each to us uh i had to pick them up from laura's apartment and then i went to go see a play and you know here in new york uh they have security that check your bags (laughs) and thank god they do not check that closely because the guy just like (laughs) stuck his wand in and it just bounced around (laughs) i was like he probably was like Oh, that lady must have kids. He, she has all those toys in her bag. Were you so scared as you were like, going oh through security? God. Yes, yes. <laughs> Especially because I was, I was with uh, my boyfriend Ian's cousin. So <laughs> if I had to pull that out, it would have taken some explaining. Yeah, it sure <laughs> would have. So I split up the the toys because they they didn't send them all the same. They sent us each travelers. Each they sent us a different one for couples. And then they sent us each their like Satisfier Pro, which is like this, it like suctions your your clitoris. Your clitoris. It has like a tiny circle and it suctions it. And at first I was a little scared about that thinking like, I don't want a hickey down there, but it's like very of a gentle pulse. It is. Um, But I split them up. And anyways, I gave Angela one called the penguin because I know she's into like cutesy stuff like that. And for the couples, when I gave her the one called the whale, right? They Whereas both mine, look like little animals, they look like animals. Mine's very generic, uh, but very cool. I tried the Satisfier Pro Plus vibration. She had the Satisfier Pro Penguin, and those are the only ones we we tried this week. We can only right. We we figured, you know, honestly, they're very intense. Yeah, well, tell me about your experience. Well, first of all, I have to say I love my penguin because it has a little bow tie, and now uh, we refer to it as Penguin Time. 
Wait, we, your, your. Well, I used it with a partner. Oh, you did? I did. So here's the deal. So we received our toys on like Thursday of last week. We're recording uh, Monday. I had a very full weekend with family and friends and I had a pencil in like 20 minutes on a Sunday night. I, I told was like, you, you would... I got to get home and do my, this is why you're single homework. And I told you, you're only going to need like two minutes for this. I know. And that's partially <laughs> why like, like Ian was there and I was like, I, I, you don't need to, I'm just going to go in the other room. And he's like, no, like, why can't we do it together? And I was like, cause I just want to get this over with, honestly. But then it wound up being very enjoyable. <laughs> Wait, tell um, me what it was like. How did Ian participate? Well, first of all, uh, I read the manual covered cover. Oh, I, I read nothing. Can you tell me what's in the manual? Well, you, you know, cause you have to like spread it like had like instructions for like, you know, spread your, labia so that it suctions right onto the clitoris and very important detail it said don't move it it was like once you find your spot don't move it see my problem is i'm super pregnant i can't see my vagina at all (laughs) it's on the other side of like a giant basketball so i had to totally guess where i was putting it (laughs) i can't see anything (laughs) happening down there at all (laughs) but like uh so something that we've talked about before like the difference between like like the way a girl would give a hand job and the way a guy would is like a girl would like go slow and a guy would go fast. So like Ian was like, you know, by the way, I just want to say my mom recently learned how to fast forward podcasts. And she said, <laughs> she's like, she's like, whenever you start to get on a topic where that I feel like I don't want to hear, I just, I do 15 seconds ahead, 15 seconds ahead. So mom, Mrs. Sparrow, you're going to need 10 minutes ahead. Just keep going. Just keep hitting the button. Everybody else stay. Mom hit the button. Okay. So, <laughs> Um, so like Ian was like doing that thing where I think like on a guy the, the natural thing is to think you want to like move it around and like be fast and I was like stop moving it <laughs> the directions they hold it still it feels good that, when you hold it still that is all you have to do you just find the spot and you really don't move it and it just does all the work like you really yeah like let the penguin do his thing um, so he likes sl- so there's different pulses of or different strengths of suctioning which, which I at f- I didn't realize I mean I knew that you could make it higher but like I turned it on and the low is very low I was like this could work but it's going to take a while it's like Laura told me that this was going to be like immediately amazing so I was like let me play around with this and I hit it up like one degree and I was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> it's like a turbo boost <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, I accidentally hit it up like like four times one time I was like ah what's <laughs> happening <laughs> you know like it was too intense like you know when you like overstimulate and then you like yeah yeah I was like I was like oh, I'm gonna overstimulate I was like I was like down 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 quick 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 normally that happens to me like normally I, I like do it once and I'm like oh, okay I need like a break but I actually did it twice in a row Whoa. I know and it was wonderful <laughs> so you had double orgasms I did oh my god and Ian was like afterwards he was like so what do you think? And I was like, I will endorse it. <laughs> <laughs> Approved. <laughs> Wait, I, what are your thoughts on like the suctioning? It's like a feeling I've never felt before. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of like, it's like why isn't all, why aren't all things like this? This is like a very typical thing for me to say, I guess, but it's like, it's all the, the uh, good feeling of like someone going down on you without like the mess. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really like. It's not messy. Yeah, no, it's not. What else did you f- learn about in the manual? Just out of curiosity. I think, um, I don't think I, I think I accidentally threw my manual away. I don't even know where it is. Well, at first I was very upset because it said it would take up to eight hours to charge. And I was like, God, 
no, I, I had this window to do this. So I literally was just sitting there staring at it charging on my kitchen counter. <laughs> and it like it blinks. And then when it's charged, the light just like stays steady. So I was like sitting there and I was like, well, I guess it's not happening. And then it stopped blinking. And I was like, oh, oh, it's ready. So I grabbed it uh-huh. and I took it. Uh, so like the instructions say up to eight hours. But be advised, that's actually not accurate. It took mine about an hour. Oh, good. Good to know. I like that you just stared at your vibrator for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> okay what else did they meant did you learn in the manual I, how do you clean oh, it oh for cleaning it's actually much easier to clean than a lot of because like the way it charges there's not like um it's like clothes so it yeah. can go underwater oh like you can actually use it in the shower so you have to clean out the hole that the suction hole yes it oh. said so they sell they were like uh in the manual, they promoted this specific kind of erotic toy cleanser, which obviously I don't have. I just use like the soap that I use to clean my body on it, and yeah. I think that that's fine. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, the suctioning is like a million times better than any vibrator, right? Right? Because like vibrators, it's like it could just be too intense sometimes. Yes. And this was like almost it like prolonged the orgasm. I felt like it was like a longer, more intense orgasm. Yeah, because it's a of better the, orgasm. Because of like, it was a quick, it came quicker, but it was longer and more intense because how, like it took me like two or three minutes. It was the fastest, the fastest, <laughs> most intense, I think ever. And it, and it, uh, yeah, it's just interesting that it's, I think it's, it's weird because it's like gentle, but like a suctioning. I was worried that it would be because it is gentle and it's a very soft thing too. I was worried because like from doing the podcast, we've learned that like apparently sex toys are not regulated or anything. So I was like, yeah. oh my God, like this suction thing is going to like rip my clit off. Uh, <laughs> but so I was pleasantly surprised that it was like perfectly safe. There's no like propeller in there. You're like totally good to go. Don't I know. worry. When I heard the word suctioning, it freaked me out. Because I just think of anything that suctions, I'm like, I don't know if I want that down there. Right. This was the gentlest. It must just like pull the blood. I don't know what yes. it does, but it, I don't know. I don't understand how it works, but I'm very into it. I personally love your story about when you uh, did your satisfier moment. What did I say? You what were like, I oh, I just had 10 minutes before one of our meetings. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, might as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before I had to leave for one of our pitch meetings, I was like, yeah, let's see if this thing works. I got to leave. And you're like, I guess it's a good way to like calm down. It really is. And you know what? I get I, I'm prone to the Sunday scaries, as they call them. You know, when you get anxiety about the work week, use your satisfier on a Sunday night and then have a little ice cream. Yeah. It's the best way to relax. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's like well, a little spa night. We endorse. We tried it out for you. You heard it here first. Yeah. We, or maybe not first because it's maybe everywhere. Not first, but yeah, we <laughs> we endorse it. We in- highly endorse. Um, what else is going on in your week besides testing <laughs> sexy products for our podcast? Um, well, I'm relieved to say, uh, so this will air after I'm back from my vacation in Italy. But prior to our vacation, Ian and I discussed and uh, he told me he's not proposing in Italy. I as the first second you told me you're going on a trip to Italy with Ian, I was like, do you think he's going to propose? And you're, the first thing you said was, I hope not. <laughs> I That's just not me. That's not me. We're going, you know, we're going with another cu- couple. Like I, like, like, I really hope not. But if that's his thing, I want him to, like, do his thing. I don't want to, like, tell right. him how to propose. That was the thing was, like, deep down, I didn't really want that to be the way it happened but I wasn't gonna say that to him because I just wanted him to do what he felt 
was like right for him, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure it would have been lovely either way. But so then he, the way he told me, cause like we've been looking at rings and he was like, you know, I found out that it takes a really long time for like a custom ring to come in. And I was like, Oh, like how long? And he was like a month. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was not expecting a ring within the, the next month. And he was like, but I don't know if you like had your like hopes high about Italy. Like I didn't want you to like be disappointed. And I was like, to be honest with you, I really did not want that to happen. And he was like, okay, good, because I really didn't think that was a good idea. I thought you would hate that. I know you. <laughs> I am so glad that he just straight up told you I'm not going to propose in Italy. I would have been very tense. Even though it. even though you didn't really want it and you weren't sure it was going to happen, it would have been in the back of your head the entire trip. And now you can just like go and enjoy the trip. You don't have to worry about like if your nails chip and like, like <laughs> looking true. good in the pictures. And now you just go and enjoy the trip and you know it's not happening. It's actually such a gift. I give so many props to the excellent communication of Ian. I do as well. I, I'm so happy I can just enjoy my trip now and like not be afraid that he's going to pull some cheesy like on a gondola like man singing opera to me while I get like that is a nightmare <laughs> for me personally. Yes. Don't want that. So yeah, I can just relax. And now, because like a lot of other people were also saying to me like, oh, he's going to propose. He's going to propose in Italy. I know. And now I could be like, no, actually he's not. Even our listeners, they've been sending. Uh, I got we got an email today of uh, one of our listeners sending uh, like cluster ring. I know that was so nice what? and helpful. I know it takes a village to get Ian to propose to Angela. <laughs> Did you forward it to Ian? Well, it sounds like he maybe have has already ordered the ring. I'm still gonna forward it. You Good. know, just just for inspiration. Yeah, can never have know. too much inspiration. Yeah. Um. So so that's what's going on. I'm not getting proposed to in Italy. <laughs> But eventually, one day, who knows? Well, he said it takes a month, so maybe as soon as you're back. I don't know. Airport proposal? Who knows? Oh, my dream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's going on in your week? Well, as of this recording, I am almost going to have a baby. It could happen any day now. And the fact that it's just like weeks away has kind of made me getting... As it's made me get overly emotional. Nick is calling it I'm drunk on emotions a lot of the time. <laughs> that, that, I mean, I, that's understandable, right? I have been getting very like sad and nostalgic about it being just the last few weeks, just Nick and I. I, I cannot wait to meet this baby. I'm already obsessed with this baby. I love this baby. I've been, it has been quite a journey to have this baby. I, I, I want to kiss his face and toes, even though my doctor said, people need to stop kissing babies. It's just, you're just putting germs on the baby. The baby doesn't know what a kiss is. Tell people to not kiss your baby. I'll wow, just, your doctor. Jeez. Yeah. The doctor is very clear. He's like, not into kissing he's babies. He's like, I don't get why people kiss babies. It is, you're literally just potentially infecting the baby. What a dark take from your doctor. Uh, but anyway. But anyway. Yes. Of I, course you're excited. But your life, as you know it, will never be the same and again. And it's just, I've had Nick all to myself for eight years. That's a long time, you know. And and and, and Sammy, my dog, too. So, I don't know. The other night, I was very drunk on emotions and just started crying about it, saying, like, you need to always love me the most. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, and Nick's like, I'm not going to love anyone the most. Like, that's not how it works. I don't have a hierarchy. Whereas, like, I'm a big ranker in life. Right. Like, I rank everything. Like, if I'm walking by a store window, I rank the dresses in the window. I rank cars on the street. I, I rank everything. My brain just instantly is a rank. I rank everything. But I don't think it works that way with the baby. Like, are you going to love Nick more than the baby? I don't know. 
you'll know when he gets here. I'll know and then when you'll he gets re- here. you'll have to reorder the ranking. I of guess Sammy, so. Nick, I, and baby. <laughs> I guess I I just don't know. But I was like, you just you have to love me the most because I I just think people love their kids more than their partners eventually, and I'm terrified of that. But I don't want that to happen. I mean, I under you know what. I totally understand that way of thinking, but I feel like. Do you just, think your mom loves you more than your dad? Well, yeah, but I'm like way awesomer than my dad. Just <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> but like, I think in a healthy, in a healthy little family unit, it should be equal love. It should be spread out evenly, right? That's what I really hope. But I just, I was like, you have to promise we're gonna love this baby so freaking much. It's gonna hurt our hearts, but we have to still go on romantic vacations just us without this baby that we love so much we have to do date nights just us because even with our dog we're like oh we want to go to dinner but like i don't know it's kind of always more fun with sam you know right but then your attention gets a little diverted you're like oh look how cute she's being like oh let's share some of our meat with her so and you're really you're already a little jealous of the attention that baby rat is getting i'm already a little je- i'm already a little jealous of the attention my dog gets and i'm obsessed with my dog so maybe it's possible <laughs> I just, you know, I mean, I get, I want to make sure we keep our bond really strong for the rest of our lives. And I always want to be number one. I think that this will bring you closer together. Oh, thank you. You're going to be changing poopy diapers together. That who, who would that not bond? You know, you raise a good point. (laughs) On that note, it is time for us to take a quick break to thank our sponsors and then we're going to jump into what's in the news we would like to thank our sponsor blue apron skip meal planning and get straight to cooking with blue apron enjoy delicious meals that are great on the grill like honey chipotle glazed chicken with poblano and lime rice fancy angela yeah uh lime rice has actually they they have lime rice with a bunch of blue apron meals and that's become one of my go-tos now really it's just a little fancier than regular rice i've gotten very into putting lime on everything yeah it's very summery you know well guys you can add smoky depth to your dinner while enjoying the warm weather and getting those perfect grill marks with incredible ingredients and chef design recipes blue apron lets you see the power of what food can do We also love how convenient Blue Apron is. Blue Apron delivers fresh pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. About the length of our podcast, as I always say. Uh, The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. They are flexible. Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. And they're high quality. Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. All good stuff. Who does most of the cooking for your Blue Apron meals? You or Ian? Uh, me. I fight him. I'm like, no, this is my me time. I am Chef Spara. I am Chef Spara, and you need to get out of the kitchen, but you can do the dishes when I'm done. Oh, that is my rule, too. The dishes are the worst part. The cooking's fun. I agree. Guys, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash single. That's blueapron.com slash single to get your first three meals free. Blue Apron, a, a better, better way, way to cook. cook. We would like to thank our sponsor, Care Of. Care Of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. I really love subscription services because I hate remembering having to go to the store. And when you go to the store and you get vitamins, then you have to open a bunch of different bottles. You also have some that are 30 days, some that are 90 days. So you got like, it's hard to keep track. 
But if you want to figure out what vitamins you need, Care-of has a fun online quiz that asks you about your diet, your health goals, your lifestyle choices. And it takes only five minutes to find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. You also might be surprised to know that 90% of people fall short of the FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. That's a lot of people. You probably fall under that. Um, so your vitamins get delivered right to your door in personalized, easy-to-remember daily packs. I really love them per- for travel. I just throw, if I'm going on like a five-day trip, I just throw five of the packs into my suitcase. I'm ready to go. Your monthly subscription box can be modified at any time. They also have vegan and vegetarian supplement options available to match your dietary needs, which is great for my family because my whole family has now become vegans. So this is great for them. Uh, guys, we're hooking it up for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit TakeCareOf.com and enter our promo code, which is this is why. This is why T H I S I S W H Y for 25% off your first month. Go to takecareof.com and enter our code this is why. All right, Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Um, well, luckily, Cosmo is reporting on. What ev- was that that you said? Oh, Cosmo. Sexy. If yes, you thought we, Cosmo. If you thought we were fans of Cosmo before, we're now big fans ever since they put us in their giant podcast to listen to spread. Do you think they did that just because they have their own jingle on our show? I don't think they know about our show. I don't think jingle. Yeah. Well, actually, they have to because they wrote about our show. I. This I is know. a good question. We'll, we'll have to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, Cosmo is reporting on the things you need to know about penis extenders. Sophie St. Thomas did the research here. Um, have you ever heard of a penis extender? Yes, but like in olden days. Right. Well, I think of like in Austin Powers when he has like the penis pump. Yeah. Like I think of that. Like I don't, I don't, I think of it in like, yeah, like old timey days or like jokey things. Like I don't think of that people actually attempt to use them. Right. I never really thought they were real. I always kind of thought they were like novelty, like joke gifts. Yeah. Like, uh, in like mad TV. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But so apparently... It's a real thing. They have a picture in the article, and it honestly looks like a torture device. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. I picture it as like a torture device. It really is. So this is let me. This is how they describe it. Uh, penis extenders are plastic devices that are worn along the penis. They usually have a plastic ring that's a, a ring that sits at the base of a flaccid penis, and another ring at the head with a traction device that runs along the sides of the shaft. Again, very medieval torture devicey. The uh, wearer adjusts the springs, which pull the penile shaft with the intention of literally stretching a flaccid penis to become bigger in size. I just picture, you know, those like squirrels with that can fly. Yeah, like that's what it looks like when you stretch the flaccid penis out. <laughs> um, so, a lot of doctors and people that have worn the penis extenders have kind of been like, "Meh, this isn't the best thing ever." So, why do people keep doing it? Because they are desperate for a few little tiny inches. Right, right, right. But, okay, so these are the things you need to know. Number one, they claim to increase penis size, but doctors are wary. The penis, penis extenders uh, usually claim to increase length by 1.6 inches and girth by 0.4 inches. Um, and there was a study done on this one brand called Andropenis. And they most of the men saw results of 0.9 inches in flaccid length. But... Um, some doctors are saying so. That's like that's like uh, 
like a little more than half of what they're claiming. Is right. That right. It's like within the range, but it's definitely like it's not a significant amount. Yeah. Like no, I don't lot. know that any woman that was with you before is going to be like they're never going to notice different here. Point nine inches. Right. Difference. No. So yeah, they so the doctors have said like it's never going to get a person who's four inches to seven inches. Like it's not going to make a huge difference. It's only going to be like a little tiny increase. Yeah. Um, apparently they're very painful to wear. Um, they talked to a guy who wore one and he said he couldn't sit. He could only stand. Oh my God. And he had to manspread. So if you ever see somebody manspreading on the train. I'd be like, look, I know you're doing your penis. You're working on your penis extender right now, but can you put your legs together so I can sit on the subway? Yeah. Save it for home, please. He said getting in and out of cars was extremely painful and you have to wear it for four to nine hours a day for it to be effective. Um, wow, this is like the commitment of Invisalign. Yeah, you really have to be like super insecure about your penis to wear one of these. Which some people are. They are. It's a fair thing to be insecure about because society puts a lot of pressure on men in and an unfair way. That is something that they talked about in this article. They said like it's totally understandable that a man would uh, feel motivated to get one of these things because like we associate good sex with like giant erections. But this is how they broke it down, which I thought was really nice. They said, if you or your partner is concerned about penis size, the best thing you can do is remember that sex is about much more than big, hard penises and to communicate about and encourage what feels good. Penetrative sex can feel wonderful regardless of penis size. And that's not even getting into how powerful mouth, hands, and sex toys. Oh, I don't know. Like the, the satisfier, satisfier can be. The sa- Angela and I were talking on the break about like our lives are more full now. That we have the satisfier in our lives. I And I said, I'm only sad that it needs to charge. Yeah. Because <laughs> I need it ready to go at all times. I I haven't had to charge mine yet, but I've only used it three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, you used it twice in we a row. We just got them. <laughs> you used it twice in a row. I, I One of the days I did twice in a row, too. <laughs> Guys, I just want to make it clear that we're not getting paid to talk about this. We just genuinely... <laughs> Look, this is a, this they're, is a satisfier themed episode. <laughs> they're insane. They're crazy. So if you have a, t- <laughs> the moral is if you have a tiny penis but you want to please your partner, don't get a penis extender. Just buy. Don't the- get a penis extender extender that, by the way, can cause damage to your skin, blood vessels, and result in a fractured penis in some very rare cases. Ugh. Just buy a satisfier. Yeah. All right. You want to know what I've been reading? Yes. Also, Cosmo. Sexy. Two sexies. This is, I know, I don't even know if we've done that ever. This is an article by a girl, Julia Pugachevsky, uh, and she wrote about why men need to stop rubber stalling. If you're a sexually active woman, this has probably happened to you. She writes, you're hooking up with a guy, and he pulls out his penis. You assume he'll get a condom next, but he doesn't. She says, when it becomes clear he's ready to go as is, you finally mention it. His response may range from, oh, right, as if the whole using protection thing was just a minor oversight, to, oh, really? As if pregnancy and STI prevention is a huge request. But one thing's clear, he's rubber stalling, which is deliberately waiting for the woman to bring up the condom first, perhaps in the hope she won't at all. Which, this is not cool. It's really dumb on the guy's part, because do they think that they can't get an STD? I don't know. They can. And do they not think that they might be stuck paying child support for the rest of their life? Because they will. They will. Uh, it happens more than you think. When men leave it to women to bring up condoms, the onus for both partners' protection against STIs falls solely on them. But this phenomenon isn't shocking. A 2017 survey conducted by Cosmo 
Women reported being twice as likely to have to initiate conversations about testing than men, while men were three times as likely to never have been tested. So, you know, part of the reason they describe about, like, you know, the lack of people getting tested and and this whole rubber stalling is the lack of solid sex education in this country. Surprise, surprise. Because we lack these skills, the responsibility always falls on the women because they're socialized to be the caretakers and communicators. Do you, have you found this to be a problem or heard about this with your friends? Um, not personally, because I would just, I don't know, the condom is happening. Whoever brings it up, I feel like, uh, all I remember is the condom happening. Yeah. I, I think I can remember bringing it up, but I don't know. It's been like, it's been so long since, uh, but, but yeah, like, and like with Nick early on, like he was definitely like very responsible man. Right. (laughs) He never rubber stalled ever. Um, (laughs) But they they interviewed a doctor who said it's almost this unconscious socialization that the woman is responsible for the man's pleasure and her own safety at the same time. A woman on birth control could feel fine not using condoms, but the point is a man has to ask, like, you know, are you on birth control, right. basically? I actually, I do remember, I feel like when I was in college, it was just always assumed, like, the guy has condoms. Like, it's up to the guy to have condoms. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I a lot of, like, my friends that were girls never bought them. Like, they just left it up to the guy. Right. I never bought them. And then I think, like, a lot of girls will find themselves in that situation where the guy's like, oh, uh, I'm not bringing it out. And then you don't have one. And you don't oh. know what to do. But um, that's why women should buy condoms. Yeah, I guess. And just keep a box in your room. That's smart. I mean, the problem really is, though, like the it shouldn't be on the woman to have to initiate because rubber stalling is a problem. Like the guy should take out the condom. Right. And if you do have to bring it up, the the reaction should not be really. Yeah. The reaction should be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Right. Like or like good idea. Good idea. All right. Um, it is time for us to jump into the mailbox, but first, let's take a quick sponsor break. We would like to thank our sponsor, Quip. The truth is, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong, not for long enough. We forget to change our brushes on time. That's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. Uh, I was actually a subscriber to Quip before they were a sponsor on our podcast. I got Nick and I both Quip toothbrushes and then I love it because every three months we get like the new toothbrush head so I know where our teeth are clean no bacteria and uh they're amazing I really love it they you know I I never know how long I was supposed to brush your teeth did you no me either that's why I love the timed vibrations on my my quip toothbrush yeah apparently there's a dentist recommended two minutes and quip has these like it guides you with pulses to remind you when to switch sides so it pulses four times for like right and left bottom and top which I just think is so cool. Yeah. It makes brushing your teeth kind of fun. They're and also really beautiful. Uh, yes. I have a rose gold toothbrush. I know. We call it rose gold, copper, tomato, tomato. And I love it because it's, they have a mount that suctions right to our mirror. So my our beautiful copper rose gold toothbrushes just sticks right to the mirror. And then it can unstick and use. we can use this, the sticker thing as a cover when I'm traveling. It's just great. Yeah. And honestly, it makes me look forward to brushing my teeth because it just feels nice and it looks pretty in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Quip is an electronic toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes while still packing just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. 
Uh, everybody loves Quipped. They were on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and they are the first subscription electronic toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Did you know that, Laura? No, pretty cool. They sure are. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 decent dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. Quip starts at just $25 and if you go to getquip.com slash single right now you're going to get your first refill pack free with a Quip electronic toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash single. Let me spell that out for you. It's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash single. All right, we are jumping into the mailbox. But first, I I thought I would read a, a little app message we were or a text message that we were sent. Oh, fun. So this is from Dylan in Albania, who's in the Peace Corps, and he's been sending every girl the same six messages in a row. And he says it's been working, and he wanted to share it with us. He sent us screenshots of multiple women responding to his texts. And I guess like they seemed like they were they were interested. Uh, I think this is a response to maybe us saying like, you know, don't copy and paste and send the same girl, you know, don't send like the same message to every single girl they're going to catch on. Yeah, we're fans of personalizing your your first message. We really are. And I still stand by that. Maybe there's always exceptions to the rule. Of course. Um, I don't know. His thing's goofy. I thought I would read it. But like, you know, if any guys listening to this podcast, copy it. Girls are going to, I guarantee you, we're going to get a flood of emails the week this podcast comes out <laughs> of girls being like, look, this guy, this guy who's not Dylan just sent me the exact thing you talked about on your podcast. Because like, you know, right. funny, funny things kept, you know, once they get around, once well, they're out. Remember for a long time, we kept getting a uh, girl sending us the message where it's the guy like, oh, you're going to be my future ex-wife and we're going to, you get the house, I get the kids or whatever. Like there's like this one message that (laughs) so many listeners have gotten. Like I think it was like from a Reddit board or something. Some man found it and they think it's brilliant and they send it out. For sure. To varying kinds of responses. Well, here's what Dylan's said. This is what he, he texted. He basically, when he's matching with a girl, so it says, you matched with Jessica. And then he sends one, two, three, four, five, six messages in a row, which sounds like it's crazy. Yeah, I have to say. <laughs> it looks crazy when you look at it. I would never recommend to someone to send six messages to someone who hasn't even answered but it yet. Basic, but it's working for Dylan it's, so great. But it's all part of like his script. Like they all goes together. All right. I'll read it. Okay, Dylan, say something funny or witty. Get this girl's attention. I mean, she probably gets like 37 messages a day saying, hey, say something to make yourself stand out. Message two. Oh shit, Dylan, you dumb fuck. You were supposed to think that, not type it. Message three. Okay, no problem. I can fix this. Message four. Fuck, I'm still doing it. Message five. Abort mission. Mission. Message six. Hey. Period. I have to be honest. It is kind of cute. I I can't believe it's working for him. Really? <laughs> and he sent us a bunch of messages, and it's all these girls being like, Haha, "You're so cute, Dylan. Oh, you're so funny." Yeah. And personally. Not a fan, but I'm happy it's working. So, I mean, it is a little bit of work to like do the copy and paste six different times, you know, because he doesn't, it doesn't work. You can't just copy one message and do like paste, right, right. paste, paste. He, He's doing he, a bit. He has to like copy the first, send, copy the second, send, copy the third, send. That takes like a little bit of time. Sure. So the one I put in here is like a girl being like, hi, Dylan, your mission, your mission was completed. I don't oh my know. God. The girls are into it. The girls in Albania are into it. I think it's a little lame. 
I don't know if I would answer. I don't know. I feel I bad saying that. Kind of cute. It's like he's like being like self-aware about how or not self self-aware, not really, but he's being, I guess, self-deprecating about how Yes. About and I like, like about this. how hard it is to right. write to a girl and get their attention. Like and so he's doing the whole like inner dialogue thing. I appreciate the spirit of that. I like the spirit, but I wonder, do you think that you wouldn't that you would like it a little more if you didn't know he was sending it to so many women? Like if this was a if this think, was a screenshot that we had gotten submitted to us and they were like, what do you think of this guy's tactic for initiating a conversation? To be honest with you, if I got this, I would assume that this is his thing. Really? Like I'm like, oh, this is your move, Dylan. This is what you do with everybody. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It just, it seems like. Like a bit. A bit, yeah. It is a bit. But I wonder, maybe that's because you're a comedian that you have an eye for bits. Perhaps. Maybe Bit if knowledge. it said, so the very first text message says, okay, Dylan, say something funny or witty. Get this girl's attention. I mean, she probably gets like 37 messages a day saying, hey, so say something to make yourself stand out. Do you think if that first one was a little more personalized? Like, yeah. Say something funny or witty. Get Angela's attention. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like tell know. her that pizza she's eating looks delicious. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. yeah. That would, even if, he, you know, he just had like a fill in the blank kind of thing that he did with everyone. At least it would make it less obvious. A little more effort. Yeah. And maybe saying your name. I don't know. Maybe. But he doesn't. Listen, Dylan doesn't need our help. He was just writing in to brag. So (laughs) who cares what I think, Dylan? Uh, You know, if it's working, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right. We have two mailbox questions now. Do you want to? Yes. You want to read them? I will read them. (laughs) You know, I'm not sure if this is a spelling mistake or not, but I love it. Uh, this listener is anonymous. <laughs> no, that, that, that was that was my spelling mistake. Oh, okay. I, but, did, I just wanted to tell you that they were anonymous. I spelled it wrong. I love anonymous. <laughs> this is from anonymous. I should have just given them credit. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a moose in sunglasses. <laughs> very, a very anonymous moose. Yes, hiding his identity. Okay. Actually, it's a, it's a female anonymous. Okay. So she says, Oh, she said, Angela, you're going to be the coolest auntie to baby Lick or Nora. Oh, I like that she's giving us suggestions for celebrity baby names. I do like Nora, but it's and it's not spelled like your traditional Nora. It's not N-A-U-R-A. like Nora Ephron. Yeah. Uh, think about it. Think about it. All right. Well, like okay. Baby Lick. Baby Lick. So this is what she writes. So I'm coming to ask you guys. I'm sorry. So I'm coming to you guys to ask for some best friend advice. That's what we do here. That is. We are not experts. We give best friend, big sistery advice. You came to the right place. So she says, my boyfriend and I have been together for over a year now. All of it in a long distance relationship, four hours apart. But we do a great job of seeing each other at least two times a month. My boyfriend has been feeling lost and uninspired for about two years now. And in this recent year, he has decided he needs a major life change. He wants to start a new career and he wants to move to a new location. I've been hearing about this pretty much the entirety of our relationship. Hmm. Yeah. Red flag right there. Well, it's just like hard. Um, it's hard, but also like we always say you can't make someone else happy till you're happy with who you that are. That is true. All right. All right. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Let's keep reading. Okay. I understand why he wants to do this and why he needs to do this. I've been supporting this goal of his and he has been open about talking to me and asking my opinion. But the issue is this or the issues are these. Where does the relationship go from here? I've made it clear to him that I am willing to move with him. He's thinking Colorado. Right now we're in New York and New Jersey. Wow. That's nice of her. 
right? She's like, she's going to move yeah. across the country. That's, and that's definitely a big difference. Leave a big city. Okay. But he isn't sure. He Uh-oh. thinks it's too soon in our relationship to live together. How long have they been together? Two years? Yeah, that's a long Come time. On, oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, one- He's been feeling lost and uninspired for two years. They've been together for a little over one year. Okay. So he has been feeling lost a full year before they got together. And throughout the year, they've been together. Jeez, Louise. Okay. All right. So one year. That's understandable. I feel like I feel like you could start. I mean, I moved in with Nick after a year and a half. So. But I, yes, but I also understand at a year maybe not being completely ready. Well, he's not ready for anything. A weird he, funk. He's not, help, he's not happy with himself. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's fearful that we won't do well going from seeing each other only six days of the month together to every day. All that right. is fair. That's fair, but he probably shouldn't have told her that. Yeah. But no, I mean, it, it, it just goes to show he's being honest about the reason. It's not her. It's just like it would be a big shift in their dynamic. Yeah. Um, all right. But that's kind of what you have to do in any long distance relationship. If eventually you're going to make it a non long distance relationship, you're going to go from seeing each other like every other weekend or once a month to someone eventually makes the move. You're going to see each other a shit ton. But so, think- like, eventually you have that big shift no matter what. Yes, but it might help to having that transition period, like where you're living in the same area but not together. I don't know if you're moving across the country. Like this guy needs to like, you got to move in. You know, I'm not gonna move to freaking Colorado and not like live with my boyfriend. Well, yeah, he. It's the thing is like there needs to be like you can't be wishy washy about it. Yeah. Even at this point, <laughs> might not be the best idea. All right. just from what he's expressed. But okay, this is a long one. So keep. Wait, yeah. What else does she got to say? He suggested us moving together, but getting separate places. No, don't and- do that. No, but, um, but but what else is that? What else are they can do? Not that, but we'll we'll talk it out. Let's finish. <laughs> she has a lot to say. So she says. Side note: He's moving with his two best friends as well. I told him that I would not move and live separately from him. Good. His friends don't want to live with a couple. I get it. And he also has suggested that if when I move, that it wouldn't be right away. We have great communication and have talked about how I fit in with his move and how. And it always concludes with, I don't know. I don't know if that's great communication. I know. Part of me wants... <laughs> we have great communication that always ends with, I don't know. <laughs> Part of me wants to be patient because this is a big change for him. And sometimes in a relationship, one partner needs to be more selfish than the other. But at the same time, I can't help but think that I'm an idiot for wanting to be with a guy who doesn't seem to want me. Should I be alarmed after all this time together? He doesn't know how to fit me into his life. The most aggravating part of all this is that he tells me that I'm the one and his end goal for us is marriage. We're both 25. But my mom and sister think I should dump him. Thoughts? Ooh, I think he's talking the talk but not walking the walk. This is tough because it really sounds like she's put herself out there and made it clear that she's willing to go out of her way and be there for him. Like moving to another state is a huge sacrifice. And I don't know. I I guess I agree with you, Angela, that he's being honest, that he's not necessarily excited about that. And you don't want him to say, yes, move to Colorado and live with me. And then secretly after like two months, have a freak out and break up with her because that would be horrible. You'd be like, why didn't you tell me you were having reservations? So I don't know. This is a tough one for me because I am glad that he's being honest and telling her that he has reservations so that she doesn't just pick up and change her whole life around with for a guy that's not that's not ready. But. I, I really do just think this comes down to him not being happy with his own life. Like he's lucky he found her a year ago because, you know, two years he's been unhappy with where he is in life. And, you know, we've talked a lot about 
you can't make someone else happy or have a good relationship until you're satisfied with your own life. And we both found that in our own relationships. Like we had to get ourselves in a good place before we were able to open ourselves up to Ian and Nick. So I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of siding with the mom and sister on this one because he doesn't sound like he's genuinely, genuinely committed to her above all else. He kind of needs to go and find himself. I would probably say like, maybe take a break and not move with him date around. And if, and when he's ready to commit, you know, it's, it's his turn to make the big move. I think. Yeah. I think he has to make the move. Like there's no question there. Like clearly he is not in a good place. He needs to make a change. Um, so he needs to go, but for you, it is complicated. I, I agree with everything Laura said. Like I'm, I was kind of on the fence, but once you said your mom and sister think you should dump him, honestly, they probably know the situation best and they see how upset you are and how he's treating you. Their instincts are probably correct. Yeah. Like if this was a great relationship and, and you were just going him. through this rough patch, they wouldn't tell you to dump him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm kind of siding. I think maybe just say like, you know what, babe, go do this move. You need to do it. But like, I think we need to take a break and date around. Like, you're not ready to commit to me and that's fine. I don't, do not want to pressure someone into committing if they're if they have legit any reservations. But I'm not going to move to Colorado. And in the meantime, I'm going to like see what else is out there. If you change your mind and you're ready to commit, I'm not necessarily going to be waiting around for you. But we'll discuss it if you're ready to if you come to your senses and like find yourself. I agree. And I think we all agree with your decision to not move there and live separately. That is a terrible idea. Yeah. No, you'll feel like, well, and then like, what if you guys break up and then you're there and you live by yourself? No, no, no. Um, all right. What else do we got? Okay. Next up, we have um, a question from Alyssa. She says, I just wanted to tell you how much I love your podcast. I listen every week and it makes me laugh all the time. Oh, thanks, Alyssa. Thanks, Alyssa. So Alyssa is 23 years old and she lives in Las Vegas and she says she's currently single. When she was 15, she says, I started dating my first love. We dated for three years and broke up right before I turned 19. In that time, our lives were going separate directions. I was in college and he was in the army, always away, and it took its toll. We still loved each other, but it wasn't working out. We were constantly fighting. We broke up but have remained good friends the past five years. Fast forward to today, he recently became single again. La la. Mm, he was with his l- last girlfriend for two years and she cheated on him. We began talking more regularly and I find myself wanting to see where this could go again, but I also don't want to repeat the mistakes of the past. So I have a two-part question. Number one, do you think I should tell him how I feel? He's only been single for three weeks and I'm not sure if I should give him more time so I'm not just the rebound probably give him more time but we'll get to your second question number two do you think i should pursue this or leave it in the past thank you so much you girls are awesome all right i'll give my take first so i have you have a two-part question i have two separate thoughts Wonderful. i i do think three weeks is not really enough time to get over to your relationship so that's going to be a little tricky um you you know you ask if you should tell him how you feel i'm curious to know have you been getting any vibes at all that he's an interested in pursuing something with you the way that you are with him. So I would, you know, kind of feel that situation out. Also, I, I wouldn't really 
worry about repeating mistakes from the past, that that's not really an issue for me because I think you both have likely grown a ton. It's been more than four years since you ended things, if I did my math correctly. And it sounds like the only reason you broke up was the distance. So I guess I would give it a shot if you're both interested. Perhaps the space and time was exactly what you both kind of needed to grow up a little and figure out what, what you both wanted in life. However, remember that you're both a lot older now, so things might feel different. So I would just, you know, take it slow. Three weeks, like I said, is not really enough time to get over to your relationship. And take it slow. See if the chemistry is still there. Um, but yeah, maybe not right away because he's probably still healing. I agree. I, I So yeah, at 15 years old and at 23 years old, you should well, not... to 19. To 19. To 19. But even at 19, 19 to 23, you, sh- you do a lot of growing. So yeah. you really should not be the same person that you were all those years ago. So I wouldn't worry about like past mistakes repeating themselves. Um, you might find that you don't have the same chemistry. You might have the opposite problem, but you won't know until you get to know each other in person again. So yeah, like definitely wait it out. I agree with that. Three weeks is not enough time at all, but you could keep talking. Mm-hmm. Maybe feel it out. Make sure it's mutual. Yeah. Like use your instincts, feel it out when the time feels like natural and organic. I think maybe like you can't ever put a time stamp on these things, but like six months might be She's like i can't put a time set but i don't even think he, she needs to wait that long i don't know only because they have a history so i don't she's not gonna be like he's not gonna if he's a decent guy he's not gonna treat her like a rebound girl because it's someone that he, she was probably like his first love but you're also not always thinking years. clearly after a breakup like we've yeah. had we've heard from listeners before and like we always say like after a breakup is kind of your time to act selfishly so yeah, find out what he wants. Is he does he want to be selfish like Angela's saying? Does he want to date around? And if that case, like, do not get involved right right away. Uh, you yeah, find out. Like, just ask him. You guys are friends. You know, like, what are you gonna do next? Like, you know. Yeah. But when the time is right, go for it. Why not? Yeah, and yeah, then then tell him. You know, see how he's doing. Tell him how you feel. Uh, we hope that's helpful. Let us know what happens. We love updates from you guys. And if any of you listeners want your questions answered or if you have any funny messages that you want to share, you can email us at contact at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Uh, please be concise, paragraph or less, if you want us to to answer you back or have a chance at you know getting on the podcast. You can also find all of our contact info on our website at thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Now let's dive into our reason of the week. This week's reason is, should I stay or should I go? Yes. Sometimes you are in a relationship that isn't horrible. It's just okay. And you might ask yourself, should I stay or should I go? Um, This was kind of inspired by one of our listener questions today. Uh, You know, the one about the girl deciding whether she should go to Colorado or not. Like, should she stay in the relationship? It's like, yeah, he's not like a horrible guy. Should she break up with him? Should she stay? Should she go? It, you know, these things are hard. I think the hardest breakups are when it's not dramatic. You're just, you can't decide. It's just not there anymore. You know? I completely agree. When like the other person's a nice person, they haven't actually done anything wrong, but there's just something off. Like whether it's chemistry or what they're, at, you know, that they're asking you to move to Colorado, whatever it is. And you're like, what do I do if I break up with them? Am I a bad person because they haven't done anything? Yeah, they're like, but no, really, you're not. They're really good on paper. I, this, I was also inspired by my person that does my hair. Oh, really? She was in a 10-year relationship. And the guy was nice. He, granted, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't making like the big commitment that she wanted. And she thought he was like a little man-childy. But he was her best friend. You know, super, super nice guy. She was just like, I 
I got to move on. Like I got to do this. And it was so scary and so hard. And they lived together and, uh, and they had just broken up like, like three weeks ago. And she was like, I'm still living there. I'm looking for a place right now. And, and she basically did the like, should I stay or should I go? She had that moment where she was like, I'm with this guy. He's really nice. He's definitely my my best friend. The sexual chemistry is kind of a little gone at this point, but he's a nice guy. No one's cheated on anyone. We don't fight. You know, and those are the hardest breakups, I think. Right. And I think, like you said, she's still living with him. Sometimes people get so caught up in their head about like the logistics of breaking up. Like, yeah. where am I going to go live if we live together? Like, what am I going to do with all my stuff? And like, you get so caught up in that. You're like, oh, it's just easier to be with this person and not break up. Yeah. And that's not a reason to stay with someone. No. And she's dealing with the logistics now. And she's like, it's fine. I'm like currently looking for a place. We're going to figure it out. So Angela and I have come up with a few questions that might help you come to an answer of whether you should stay or should you go. So uh, we'll we'll go back and forth. Yeah. So first up, everyone's line is different. Where do I draw the line? You need to ask yourself that question and figure out where, where your line is because maybe you are dealing with someone that's maybe a little selfish. Maybe, uh, you know, the, the sex isn't like they're not having sex as much as you want. Like, is that a deal breaker for you? You need to Ask yourself your questions of what are deal breakers for you. Right. Everyone's priorities are different. Uh, another question, is my partner going through a funk or has he or she changed for good? Because you want to be there for somebody if they're going through this like rough patch. But people grow and they can grow apart or they can grow together. And if you've grown apart, you got to reassess your relationship. Yeah. And give it time. You know, people go, there's ups and downs. You, you don't want the... I wouldn't want, I, I go through funks, you know, and I wouldn't Same. want like the second that I'm going through a funk, someone to be like, whoa, you're not, you're like happy-go-lucky Laura, peace out. You want someone that's going to be there for you. Exactly. Make sure you figure out like, has this person really changed for good or is this a time where I need to be there for them? Which kind of brings us to our next, is it my time to compromise a little or am I being walked on? You know, like there's ebbs and flows. Like when Angela and I were working on our book, I was totally MIA from taking care of the dog, from really helping out with anything around the house. Like Nick totally stepped up to the plate and, and, uh, right. And but that's he, being a good partner because he knew that you had this other thing going on. It was like temporary. Temporary. Yeah. He knew he like wasn't being walked on. He was, you know, and he, and he stepped up to the plate and then, and then if he's got like a big art show, like I'll step up to the plate and you know, if he goes on vacation, I'll take care of the dog. So we kind of shift. You can't have like a tit for tat relationship. Uh, that, uh, our, former podcast guest uh jillian yes jillian turecki jillian turecki has has really taught me that a lot uh that's a big thing in on for her is like you can't be in like a tit-for-tat relationship if you're like i did the dishes but you do this like right can't you can't think like that because people step up to play differently and help out in different ways uh all right what do we got next uh, do I feel like I am being myself or am I acting like a different person around this person? I think that's a really important thing. You should always feel like you're your most authentic self when you're with the person that you're dating. And if you feel like you have to be someone else, that is a big red flag. Mm -hmm. Does this relationship bring me more joy than anxiety? Uh, when I think about my future with this person, is that hap a happy thought or does it cause me concern and anxiety? Mm -hmm. uh, do they seem to be into this as much as I am? Is what's stopping me from breaking up with this person things that have nothing to do with the relationship, like we said before, explaining it to your friends and family, how you're going to pay your rent, not knowing how, logistics, that kind of stuff. If that's what's keeping you in a relationship, you'll figure it out. Just you got to get out. 
And that brings us to our Reason of the Week Breakdown. This is one topic that has an entire song written about it. So I'm going to test Angela's karaoke skills and in a game that I call, should I sing or should I go? Because I don't know the words to this famous song. That is a Should I stay or should I go? Really good title. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to say the lyrics of the hit Clash song, and Angela is going to have to fill in the blank. Are you ready to play? Oh my gosh, I'm ready. Darling, you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here all the time. You know what? I'm going to give it to you because that's soups close. Till the end of time. Till the end of time. Yeah. Okay. Next up. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? It's always tease, tease, tease. You're happy when I'm... When I'm... Please, please, please. You're only ha- you're happy when I'm on my knees. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> uh, one day it's fine and next it's black. So if you want me off your back. Yeah. All right. I got two more for you. If I go, there will be trouble. If I stay, it will be double. You got that this, part, girl. I know. All right, last one. So come on and let me know. This indecision's bugging me. If you don't want me, let me go. That doesn't even rhyme. Oh, doesn't oh, it? oh. Yeah, I guess. All right. Well, either way, you lose. <laughs> uh, if you don't want me, set me free. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. It does rhyme with no and go but the line before that listen I'm not a songwriter I don't know what structure they were using with their rhyme scheme uh no you did great um thank you I feel like I can go do this at karaoke now you can I think you'd you'll be great uh guys we hope we have cleared up this week's reason because that is it for this week's this is why you're single podcast check out our book it's available on amazon barnes noble and if you want to listen to it we have our audiobook on Audible. Yep. And you get hooked up with discounts from all of our sponsors. For a full list of sponsors and the codes, check out our podcast page on thisiswhyoursingleshow.com. We're also on social, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. You can follow our personals. I am at Sparadactyl on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Oh, sorry. I'm at Laura Lane Rad on Instagram, bump pics galore, Fut- soon to be baby pics galore. And Aww. I'm I'm at Laura Lane on, on Twitter, but I, I've been I haven't been tweeting that much. But you can still follow me. I'm, I'm not gonna like flood your feed because I I just don't even tweet that much. Yeah, that's almost like a good thing. Like yeah, follow me. I don't tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Lane on Twitter. Laura Lane Rad on Instagram. And always your single show on Instagram and Twitter. We sometimes we post videos of us recording the podcast. You get a little behind the scenes action. Um, you can also like and subscribe on iTunes. I'm going to do that right now. Oh, my God. See, if you were following us, you'd be watching us right now. It'd be live. Um, thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.